What is going on, crafters? Welcome to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. Uh, I'm assuming that most people listening to this episode have already watched Minecraft Live. Whether you watched the actual live stream or you watched it after the fact, or maybe you've just seen a few clips on the internet. Either way, I'm sure you guys are completely aware of uh, what's going on with this new update. Um, That's what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm not going to go into any of the other things that they talked about. I'm not going to go into Minecraft Legends, Minecraft Dungeons, all of that stuff, the the new Batman DLC um, that I got to say, like, I mean, I'm just not the audience for that. Uh, I I saw Jim Lee pop up on the screen. I was like, oh, what's going on here? Jim Lee? Jim Lee's on Minecraft Live. What's going on with that? And then he's like, yeah, I'm excited to talk about the new uh, Batman (laughs) DLC. I'm just like, oh, gosh, how is that going to be any different than any... Anyway, I'm just not the audience for that. It's okay. If you're excited about that, I'm, I'm happy for you. Minecraft Live obviously announced the next update, Minecraft 1.20. And here's basically the announcements. Uh, it's got no name. This update has no name. It is the 1.20 update or the 120 update. Whatever you want to call it, that's what it is. It releases in 2023. You can get a good recap of it on Minecraft.net. There is a blog post up about that. I am just going to be sort of reiterating a lot of the information that is already out there and sort of giving you my feelings, my thoughts on uh, what's going on. So uh, without further ado, let's get into some of these announcements. So first of all, this one was interesting and a little unexpected. Um, new default skins. There are a handful of new default skins added to the vanilla game. Uh, and this is a quote from the Minecraft.net article. McKenna, F.A., Noor, Kai, Ari, Sunny, and Zuri will be joining Alex and Steve in the Minecraft launcher and dressing room. Now, I hope I pronounced those names correctly. If I didn't, I am so sorry to anybody named F.A., Noor, or uh, Kai. Um, I'm pretty sure I got it right, though. Uh, This is really interesting. A handful of new, very good-looking default skins um, added to the game. I don't use default skins. I have my um, custom skin that I made myself, uh, my robot character guy. Um, and I really like custom skins, but I understand there's a lot of people who don't really care that much about having a custom skin that is just theirs. Um, so I think that this is good to add more options for people, especially since, um, Alex and Steve are very, um, white looking. They're very Caucasian looking skins, especially Alex. I mean, Steve probably could be another ethnicity. He, he's a little darker. Um, but, uh, just to my eyes anyway, they were both very Caucasian looking and I understand that they want to diversify a bit, have more options for people who might want to be better represented in the game. And so there are a few, uh, non-white skins being added. And, um, I think that having a bit more diversity in the default skins is honestly a good thing. So I applaud them on that great, uh, addition to 
the game. It is an interesting one. We've never had new default skins added in a major update before, so this is sort of a first, and um, I think that the community is sort of processing this, being like, okay, this is different. We're still feeling it out. It's a good addition, but it's an interesting thing to, to add in a major update rather than just sort of as a standalone thing. Honestly, it may have made more sense to add it as a standalone thing because it seems to be pretty simple. They're just default skins. I, I, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes as to how difficult it is to make these things. But having made my own, I know that my experience was it was somewhat easy. Um, but then again, I'm not a professional artist and I my skin probably looks very, very terrible compared to these. So I'm not going to judge it at all. I'm just going to say this is what it is. Um, new default skins added to Minecraft. I think it's pretty great. Um, just interesting that it's coming in a major update. Now, moving on, uh, we do have a new mob. We have the camel coming to the game. A few notes on the camel. It is bred with cactus, so you can breed camels and get beautiful little baby camel mobs. <laughs> uh, two players can ride camels. Uh, they are rideable uh, by two players, so one of you can be driving and the other can be, you know, doing other things, maybe crafting some stuff, maybe shooting at mobs from the back. Um, riders on the camels are out of reach by most hostile mobs. So you can ride the camel through a horde of zombies and they cannot touch you. That is awesome. Uh, also the camel has a dash movement. My, my impression of what they showed on Minecraft live, if you are in a flat area and you activate this dash movement, you speed forward by several blocks, maybe more, maybe about 10 blocks at a breakneck speed. And then you go back to normal speed. Um, obviously that might change depending on, uh, player feedback and all that, but it will have a sort of speed boost dash uh, feature. Um, overall, I think the camel is a great addition. It looks cool. Um, it's going to be in the deserts, I think. Um, I think it could also be kind of at home in the badlands, but I think desert is where it's going to end up going. Uh, breedable by cactus. That's great. I think having another use for cactus uh, would be excellent. And my hope is that they're going to add a new variant to cactus like they said they were going to do in a previous uh, community vote, which was a biomes update vote. The, de the desert was featured in, but did not ultimately win. Uh, but they did have another cactus variant in that potential update that I hope actually comes to this one. So uh, that remains to be seen, but um, these things are still unfolding. Uh, next up is my personal favorite, the chiseled bookshelves. Um, for so long, I, I think most people have really wanted to be able to store books in their bookshelves. The only use that bookshelves actually have, um, other than being a trade item, I think, to librarians, the only use that they have is for enchantment setups. But these chiseled bookshelves can store any kind of book. Their texture changes to show uh, the books that are stored there. There is no user interface. There is no UI. It is just simple as clicking on it with a book and storing the book there and then clicking on it again to remove the book. Um, and it also has a redstone use, and I believe it is very similar to uh, the redstone use for the lectern, if I'm understanding this correctly. But you guys know me, redstone is a complete mystery, and I have no idea. So it has some sort of use for redstone. 
I think they look amazing. The, the, they don't have like the open bookshelf texture on all sides like the normal bookshelf does. And I think this is going to be great for bookshelves. Um, obviously, because you're not going to have one repeating texture throughout a bookshelf, you're going to be able to customize it. Some parts of the bookshelf are not going to have as many books or the same kinds of books. So it's going to be a very versatile building block. Um, and I'm just excited to see this in the game and to, and to use it to actually store books. And maybe this will encourage people to actually use books and write in books uh, more often. And I think, too, uh, whenever you're on a, a uh, shared server and you want to open up a shop that's selling books and enchanted books and things, instead of having these stored in chests, having these on bookshelves will kind of add to the immersion and the storytelling of your game. The next feature is the hanging signs. Now, there's not much to be said about these other than they look awesome. These are signs that are hanging from two chains. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. They can hang from the bottom or the sides of blocks. And I thought that that was an amazing thing um, because sometimes they like to limit how you can use blocks. Uh, case in point, the lantern, you cannot hang the lantern off the side of a block. It has to be on top or on the bottom of a block. But for the hanging signs, it's on the side of a block, on the top. Well, not on the top of a block, actually. That, there is a limit there. Um, you have the normal signs for the top of blocks. But off the bottom of a block or on the side of a block, that is what you can do with the hanging sign. Um, they look awesome. They look great. Uh, great addition to the game. The next announced feature is the bamboo block set. They have finally added a new wood type to the game. Unfortunately, it is still not azalea wood. <laughs> Maybe one day that'll happen. Maybe in this update, they'll announce it randomly. Uh, but they have announced a new wood, wood type, which is bamboo. Uh, it's got stairs, it's got slabs, it's got full blocks, it's got tiled blocks. I can't remember what the, the new kind of, it almost looks like woven bamboo. It's really cool. So that's something that builders can look forward to having is a new um, bamboo block set. Um, speaking of bamboo, you can also craft a raft out of bamboo. Um, from the announcements, it looks like it's going to be basically the same thing as a boat, just a bit different looking. Now, my hopes is that they give it a new sort of feature to make it even more different than the boat. Maybe it has a special kind of use case. I'm not sure. Maybe it's a little faster. Maybe it can carry more people. I don't know exactly what uh, the raft could do, but it looks really cool. And I think that they're probably going to give it a unique use. Um, honestly, if you can carry up to uh, three players, three mobs in the raft, um, I think that that would make a lot of sense and be very, very useful as well. Now, that's the end of the features that they announced in the main segment. But, of course, we still had the mob vote. And the winner, of course, to no one's surprise, was the Sniffer. The Sniffer, of course, is the prehistoric mob that you can hatch from ancient eggs that you find in underwater ruins. It walks around and sniffs up ancient seeds that you can then plant and grow ancient plants with. Uh, these, so far as we know, are going to be only decorative and have no technical features. Um, but a lot of people were excited because, you know what, the sniffer was very cute. <laughs> um, I was not Team Sniffer. I voted for the Tough Golem. 
The tough golem was an awesome little guy that you can build. You don't have to go look for this guy. You can go, you can build him. You can also customize what he looks like by depend, depending on the color of the wool block you use in its, in its, uh, building. I, I, I'm running out of words. I, I don't really know what to say. So basically, depending on how you built the tough golem, uh, you could use a different color wool block and that would determine the different color cloak it was wearing. It could walk around, pick up items, and then return to a specific area and freeze there holding that item. Um, it could be stackable, you know? So th there was a lot of things that really made me wish for the tough golem. There was also the rascal mob, which was my uh, son's favorite mob, and it honestly looked like the mob that would appeal most to kids. This was something that you would be able to find in, I believe, mine shafts under Y0. Um, maybe why, maybe I'm getting that information wrong, but then you would play hide-and-seek with it. If you found it three times, it would give you a prize, and the prize would be something that would help you mine. It was a cool little mob, um, but unfortunately, <laughs> the sniffer won. Now, I, I say unfortunately, I welcome the sniffer. The sniffer's cool, the sniffer is very cute, and it has an interesting feature, and there's a lot of lore implications to the sniffer. It just was not my favorite. Honestly, it was my least favorite of the three. I like the tough golem the best, the rascal was in second for me, and the sniffer was, you know, last. But I love them all, and I'm, and I'm happy that uh, we're getting an interesting new mob in the game. So, uh, yeah, sniffer won, welcome to the family. Uh, we're going to move into the main discussion now after this short commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, for the main discussion of this episode, we're going to be talking about the theme of 120. Um, according to a tweet by Minecraft developer King B Dogs, um, very well known to people who are involved in the Minecraft uh, community and just an all around awesome person. Uh, he, so, King B Dogs says that basically the theme of 120 is self expression, representation, and storytelling. And I think that that is an interesting theme. We've not had something a bit abstract like that in a very long time. Actually, never. We've never had something abstract like that. Um, so what does self-expression, representation, and storytelling mean as a theme? So I think we see this especially in the new default skins. Like I said previously, uh, Steve and Alex, very Caucasian looking, and not everybody who plays Minecraft identifies with that. Um, and so I think this is an applaudable thing on the part of Mojang to add more diversity to the default skins. And I think that's where we see representation and self-expression very clearly, I think, in this update. Also, bamboo blocks. Uh, Chi Wong, uh, 3D artist at uh, Mojang, said in the Minecraft Live announcements uh, concerning the bamboo blocks. We want players to feel represented. Players who grew up with bamboo in real life. So I think that's a good reminder to those of us who don't live in certain areas of the world. There are people who live in structures and around structures that are actually made out of bamboo. They're not made of 
bricks and wood and sheetrock and and concrete uh, like some of us might experience on a day-to-day basis. Um, So being able to have that representation in the form of bamboo blocks, really awesome, really great. And I think that's where we see this theme. So here's what my feeling is. This is how I'm interpreting this. I think we're going to see even more 120 features announced that will expand on this theme of representation. I don't think that we've seen the end. In fact, we know that we haven't seen the end of announcements for 120. These They were giving us the bare minimum, the bare bones. This is what is actually playable very soon, um, That uh, announcements. Uh, so they're not giving us things that are still sort of in the works. These are things that are very well polished, and actually, within a few days from this recording, should be appearing in snapshots for the community to go ahead and play with and give feedback on. So I think that we're going to see some uh, features coming up and announced that will expand on this theme of representation. And this theme might become, you know, more developed and make more sense to us as a community. Self-expression, I think, is an interesting theme as well. When I think of self-expression in Minecraft, the first thing that comes to mind is what my player looks like. Um, I created a character uh, that my skin represents, and it's this robot character. He's got sort of an exploration space suit on, um, but he also has a beard, so there's sort of a story going on. Why does this robot have a beard? Is he trying to blend in with the humans? Is he, you know, living in the ruins of a human civilization and he wants to somehow bring it back to life like there's there's a question there like in the way that i designed my minecraft skin also the beard represents me i've got a beard so it's self-expression in that way so when i think about self-expression that's what i think about uh custom skins but also i can't help but think about the armor that we choose to wear you see people walking around in netherite armor maybe they're trying to flex their wealth uh, sort of like diamond armor used to be. You see people walking around in leather, but they're in the end game. Maybe they're trying to make some sort of statement, or maybe they just like the way it looks. Uh, same goes for chainmail. Maybe, just maybe, we're going to see some ways to customize armor and further customize our appearance in game in the 120 update. That's not been announced at all, but I would love to see that happen. Storytelling as a theme could also indicate smaller decorative blocks and items to sort of throw around in your in your build and sort of tell a story. Maybe the people who live here have a kitchen knife laying out in the kitchen, or maybe there's a bar of soap on the bathroom floor waiting for someone to slip on it. You know, there's some little things like that that could add storytelling ability to the game that I hope we see added in 120. If storytelling is something that they want to expand on, these smaller items, smaller blocks, even mobs could help us with that storytelling. So yeah, to, to, to wrap up, um, I expect that this update will be smaller, quote unquote, because no update is really small. Um, but I think that it will be smaller to us, sort of like the Buzzy Bees update, which honestly is great. I'm hoping that the developers are able to have fun with this update and to really put their hearts and souls into it. Work hard, yes, but also avoid the stress of the previous few updates. Um, the Deep Dark updates, the Caves and Cliffs update, um, all of those were hard, I think, on 
the developers. And I think us as a community too, if we're going to be enjoying this game, let's be kind to them. Let's be encouraging instead of, I I mean, I'm not saying that you can't criticize if you feel like something is missing or something is wrong, go for it, but be polite, be respectable. Um, and, and, you know, understand that these people are just as passionate about the game as you are. So that being said, I think we have a lot to look forward to. This is interesting. This has never been, this has never been done this way before. And, um, I think we're going to have a lot more stuff to talk about in the coming weeks and months leading up to the 120 update actually coming out. So with that being said, guys, uh, if you have questions or comments, email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter. I am at rebeljc underscore 92. That brings us to the end of this episode. Until next time, guys, keep digging straight down and I will see you at Bedrock.